Hello, everybody. This is James Yannick here with Search for the Margins. We have with us Faras and Nathan, once again, the solid, the dynamic trio, the three musketeers. Today, we're going to talk about we don't know, so it could be interesting for everyone. Here's the setting. We're sitting in a truck. We're like, hey, we're going to do a truck recording because... There's no location close enough. We're all here right now, and without traveling 15, 20 minutes across town to get there, do a recording, and then everyone have to go their separate directions, let's just hook it up right after the gym. So what it looks like from the outside, I don't want to know. But I can tell you from the inside, the windows are a bit foggy. Things could get funky in here, and let's hope it's just in what we come up with to talk about today. So with that, how are you boys doing tonight? Doing well. How's, how, how are you doing? Well, you know that already. I am very sore. Yeah. Um, uh, I am high in energy because I just finished a workout and hoping I can get this recording done before I crash because I don't want you guys to have to witness that. It's a real ugly thing. I just completely shut down and uh, and then, you know, I can't hold back my gas anymore. So we, we got to make sure to get this cleaned up in about 30 minutes. Not only that, but he's too heavy to drag. So we'd have to throw him in the bed of the truck <laughs> and, uh, you know, throw him out when we hit a speed bump <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> Call me fat? Just because the Thanksgiving happened doesn't mean... Uh, well, he's, he's getting ready for Christmas. That's why he's here at the gym. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Trying gotta, to get all slim. Got to earn that prime rib, baby. That's right. That's right. How are you doing, Faraz? Doing good. Everything's well here. You feeling sore after that workout? Uh, man. Not really. It wasn't like... didn't get too heavy. didn't get too crazy today. Yeah. Pretty nice, relaxing workout. Good, man. Yeah. So for everybody um, out there, um, we did legs today. And what we're doing is we're working on our uh, our twerk capabilities. We're trying to get them twerk buds. <laughs> so, uh, you know, in the comments section, you guys should like for us to start a YouTube video of twerking. That's not going to happen tonight, but in the near future. It's got to be 10 likes, all right? 10 likes in the comments section. What kind of commitments are you making right now? I mean, I will beat you in a twerking competition, but I don't know if I want that online. Oh, no, man. I'm throwing down the gauntlet right now. I will win. Okay, well, then uh, I don't know if we should do that. Oh, wow, wow. Now now you're getting cold feet now that you think you're going to lose. Yeah, a little bit. All right, all right. Cool. Well... That's all for today, folks. No. <laughs> That's all we have to offer. <laughs> no, uh, I'm excited, guys. I, I have been kind of mentioning to you guys I have some gifts, and we're kind of doing a late recording. I just got back from a bit of a Christmas shindig, pre-Christmas shindig with the girlfriend's family. Um, her mom hosted a mystery Christmas dinner, so we all got assigned uh, pop culture Christmas characters and... Um, I was the Nutcracker, and due to copyright, they don't just say the Nutcracker, they say Captain Nutcracker. And instead of Grinch, they say the Grunch, and Grunchus is his bride. And it's like, I bet you didn't know he was married, and it's like, nope, had no idea. So anyway, it just brings in a bunch of different genders and character availability for your party, right? So that was cool. We did that on Saturday, and then Sunday, we were going to head back, and, uh, Fit hit the shan. No, <laughs> my girlfriend just wasn't feeling well after after dinner that night, so we ended up staying the night and finally got back in late last night. So this is a Tuesday recording, and then we're going to schedule another recording for Saturday, Sunday. So 
this is going to be kind of just a fun one, catch back up, get in the groove. And then on Saturday or Sunday, I'm, I'm pushing for Saturday, I talked to Faras, uh, Dustin's going to be available then. So I've got gifts for all three of you guys. Um, and I'll give those to you guys on Saturday, kind of the week before Christmas. It'll be kind of fun to watch you guys open them up and comment on that. So that'll be kind of the podcast Saturday, the intro to the podcast. And it'll kind of just be a sharing of probably what we're going to do for our, our uh, respective breaks and uh, go from there. It'll be cool to bring Dustin in because it's going to be a weird year for him. Um, he's got a, he's not going to get to go back to see his family uh, due to work schedule. So um, he's kind of going to be in the grind the whole time, which is good because I know we're kind of not so much going to be in that grind. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. So we'll just have to make Christmas happen for him on this meeting, right? That's right. So do the full celebration. We'll, right. we'll pull in his mom as a guest, and <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I've got her number. We'll make this happen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Surprise, Dustin! Your mom's on the line. No. <laughs> So I'm excited Let's about that. Let's sing Christmas carols. Yes. You know, that's what we're going to spend this time doing, actually. We all reeled you guys in, um, and we're actually here just to sing Christmas carols. So um, with that, deck the halls. <laughs> anyway. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle Yeah. Oh, we're going to turn it right into a rap for you guys. Just... Boom. You guys didn't see, but my foot was definitely bouncing there. I was tapping him off. Because this guy's got rhythm back here in the back seat. Yeah, oh yeah, he uh, does. Nope, no I don't. And that's verifiable by every single time I've ever tried to sing. That's right, yep. But, you know, just like in life, I've never given up on trying to sing. And everyone around me hates it. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. Well, I can uh, I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's not, not my... something you want on your iPod and you just don't even want to hear in the shower. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's actually not too bad, you know. You might be able to fall asleep, but... Uh, he has to say that. I'm his ride home tonight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're probably wondering why. Well, that's because my truck is still in the shop. And I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, my moonroof got caved in by a rock. All right. It got broken. Didn't get caved in, but still, it got pretty close on the way home. Yes, yeah. Um, and it's been there for about, like, three, almost four weeks. No, so, two weeks to go. Now yeah. that they have the part, right? Yep. They've got, uh, hopefully it'll be done midweek next week, but, yeah, we'll see. And I'm going to I'm not that. crossing my fingers until they actually have the part. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because. Just because uh, it's available doesn't mean it's here right, on site. Right. They said gotcha. it should be in tomorrow, but. Who knows what that means, right? Hashtag. They told me that a few times. Yeah. And then they told me it was going to take two days to put in the window. Now it's going to take four days. Can you believe that? I can. I can. Because yeah. <laughs> hashtag 2020 just strikes again and yeah. again and again. Because yeah. guess why? Couldn't get the part. Well, brand new truck, brand new parts, no availability because they don't have the workers to create the parts and get them manufactured and yeah. out the door. Yeah. So here you are, stuck. That's right. Without a truck. And I'm about to start rapping again. So. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, James is the Uber ride home. <laughs> That's right. So I got to gotta compensate him with lunch on uh, what? When are we meeting Saturday, you said? Yeah. 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 So on Saturday, I got I to gotta buy him Good. lunch. So you guys have I'm going to take it? him to a real cheap place called McDonald's. All right. <laughs> and uh, no, all right. just kidding. I'm going to go somewhere where there's Bloody Mary's. All right, well, that's fine. Even if it's cheap, as long as they have Bloody Marys, we're good to go. You find a McDonald's with Bloody Marys, and I swear to God, I'm there. That's right. <laughs> oh, goodness. 
Well, hopefully not. That means somebody uh, lost a finger when they were blunted on your uh, slushy. I don't know if they have slushies, but they have, what, milkshakes? Oh, if they do, their machine's broken, so I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. True. Always, always, always never. Oh, man, uh, did you guys hear about that, um, that, uh, act? the murder that happened at McDonald's in Elko. Oh, oh God. Yeah. No. Okay. No. So like this guy out of state, I guess he was from Winnemucca. Which one? The one down there near the red line or yeah, yeah, the red street. line. Yeah. Ooh, scary. Yeah. And it's like, uh, this guy, like he, he walks through the drive through. Close your ears, kids. <laughs> and, um, I don't, I don't know the story behind it. I don't know if he knew this girl, whatever. He just like, he shot whoever was, uh, was taking the orders through the drive through. And you just, like, fled the scene. They got him, fortunately, but it's just, it's sad. Like, somebody, like, you're just working one day, Jeez, night shifts, and somebody comes I, up. Yeah, it was that a 16, 16-year-old girl. Yeah, so no, no affiliation. He had no idea who she was um, in their interviews after it had all happened. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what a freak instant, right? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's, uh, you know, fortunate for us sitting in this truck we don't have a job where we're interacting with a large variety of people you know so like it's a numbers game right you have exposure to more people your odds of finding a crazy go up you know Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and uh so i mean not to say that that's what's going to get you i i think that another part of that story that people should focus on is life is short so it doesn't matter what age you are whether you're young or old you know, hopefully you're enjoying where you're at right now. Right. You know, like I'm having a blast sitting here in this truck with you guys, getting yep. to chat it up, and we're super fortunate to be able to do this and have created this for ourselves, you know, this little group. And, um, you know, even if it's like, oh, we got to hit a recording, it feels like a requirement. It always is so good when it's done because we've accomplished something. No matter right. how small our followers are right now or how little traction we're really gaining, you know, it's it's building towards something all the time. Or we're that's the goal. And uh, you know, for her, I, I really just hope that while she was in school she was having fun and, and she was making the most of, you know, even if it was a tough situation, obviously she was working at sixteen. Mm-hmm. She probably needed the extra money or that was part of the values her parents were instilling in her, or whatever the case was, whether it was an absolute need, hopefully, you know, along the way she was just enjoying the ride to some extent. Yeah. Because if I go right now, I want people to know that people to say, Oh yeah, the last few days he was, it, it sucks that he went like this because he was just so stressed at work and he was just depressed. I don't want to go out like that. Right so my goal is always to try to find those one or two things. It's like, thank God I've got this and I'm super happy that this is where I'm at. Cause I could be somewhere else right? in a less good situation. I, so I, I try to maintain a level of happiness just for that little, you know, that odd chance I step off the curb at the wrong time and, or I'm running and I don't see someone coming off an intersection or something like that, you know, that's going to be what gets me. Yeah, nine right. times out of, you know, nine times out of ten of the situations in my future, you know, roll the dice and it creates six different futures for you. Right. But that'll be the one that gets me, so. Right, right. Never yeah. fun to think about. No, okay, I agree. I'll just go. But uh, I, was, I was always curious, like, um, so, like, when that happened... Um, they obviously shut down. When the was McDonald's. that, by the way? That was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, or what? Like it was a, about a month ago. A month ago, yeah. 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 And, um, like, they closed down the McDonald's, I think, for, like, a week. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, I, I'm, I'm curious, like, what they did with, like, the other employees. Like, you know, like, 
give them some time off, maybe a little bit of therapy. <laughs> and Seriously. then like, um, like how, how badly that damages like, um, the business because I, I i didn't see a lot of traction like the last time I was in alco i don't see a lot of traction in that mcdonald's yeah people just don't want to go there it's just a bad yeah. vibe right yeah. like yeah. i would just be like creeped out like that's fucked up you know yeah well that's what's a swear on this podcast but uh <laughs> beep uh yeah. you know um you know, on a side note, though, I mean, we could start drawing on these windows. They're so steamy. I so. know. <laughs> Should we make a Frost look, um, like, you know, smart or what? By drawing, like, you know, some Really intelligent on symbols some, on there, some math. Y equals MX plus B. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know. Or the alternative is to yeah. make him look like he's in high school and just draw dicks everywhere. We could do that, too. I mean, that those are our two options. I think we can go with the science one on most everything except for the one he doesn't see. The window he can't really see very well, I'm definitely going to draw a little penis. For sure. Right. Yep. yep. 100% of the time. No. <laughs> Frost is like, don't touch my windows, guys. <laughs> uh, he's silently laughing, but he will hurt us. He's <laughs> on the inside just raging. <laughs> Well, that's that's pretty wild for us. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So. From the business aspect, it is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of why I'm kind of grateful that none of the business ventures that I'm really excited to, to delve into are, are brick-and-mortar focused as far as customer service. Mm-hmm. I do love customer service. I love serving on people. Um, but the business pursuits I have are, at least my hands-on right now, are not that way. It's right. a select few people I want to serve really well, right? And then, because what does happen when you have an employee or, or someone has a, a tragedy at that place of business, it does throw a vibe. And so how do you, you know, what's the process of, of reviving that? Because you, you should revive it, try to make it better. And I feel like I'd have to address it with a lot of heart. And like, there'd be a lot of memorial, like, hey, 10%, 5% of my profits are going to go to her funeral cost to, you know, help the family out for the next two or three or four months. You yeah. Know? And I feel like that would be the best way to do it is to really make that, that bad vibe a tribute to her mm-hmm. in a positive light. Yeah. You absolutely. really have to, really have to twist it and just, and just really let your margins get hit for a while because it's going to pay off in the end. From a business standpoint, it's a very strategic move, but also it's just a lot of heart that would go into a move like that, I think. And that's yeah. like off the top of my head would be my first move as a business. And I don't think I don't think they've done anything that I know of at that McDonald's, but Yeah. So uh wow. going off on a tangent there, like I was I was watching uh, a video of like the failure of GameStop, like where it all went wrong. Mm-hmm. And they were doing like um one of those uh stockholder meetings. And some new people came in to take over and, like, kind of, like, plan their revival kind of thing. I don't think it's going to work, but um, besides that, uh, they had, they said, like, people's, people remember negative experiences more than the positive ones. Absolutely. And that's the ones that, like, um, it's the ones they stick with. So, like, once they have... They can have like five positive experiences in a store, but once they hit that negative one, they'll swear it off. Like I, I'll never go here again. You know, it's like how do you get somebody's trust back after that happens? Like, what do you have to do as a business to be like, okay, like we messed up. Like, come on back. We'll get it right this chance. time. Yeah. I feel like yeah. you'd have to. It'd have to be a really honest 
it has to be an honest move. Like, I mean, the way I, the way I go to businesses, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I, I appreciate the businesses who are super service oriented. Their employees are taught how to address the customer. And it's not just like, oh, you're, you're hired, you do this job. And then they teach them nothing about their expectations of interactions with customers. Right. You yeah, know, absolutely. And, it's experience. You know, the places that do that, you can tell like, not so much around here, but in smaller towns for sure, where the main source of income is not from retail. Um, back in our hometown, you know, you go to Elko and Home Depot, you get zero customer service. You ask someone for something and they literally disappear. They're on break all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how it feels. Yeah. And um, where if you go to like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good place in Elko that has good customer service. A lot of the small hometown businesses do because Ace Hardware. they're still being... <laughs> Ace Hardware. Spring Creek. <clears throat> That's his dad's company for those of you who did not remember that conversation from the beginning or haven't listened to that uh, recording. <laughs> but yeah, those the small town family-owned businesses because the owners are running it. And so they're there setting an example for their employees on on how things should run and how the interaction should go and what the what the value system of the company is because the owner's right there showing them the ropes to an extent and at least setting that example so even if it's not a a a nice training as to how this is how we expect you to train our customers you're setting that example all the time you're not expecting a manager to fill that role of hey this is what we stand for um but it would have to like for a big company to flip the switch and, and really turn things around. It would have to be a, Hey, here's the bad experiences. We know you experienced. Here's how we addressed them. It would have to be a marketing like that to where it's like, Hey, give us a second chance. Me personally, I have a three, a three strike rule with places. It's like, I could have a bad experience at a restaurant. I mean, that's the places I frequent the most cause I'm fatty. <laughs> so that's, that's where I have the most experience with, going to a place and then not going to a place ever again. And I've given certain places here in town, I'm like, okay, they had a bad night. Busy, the cook was different or sick or whatever. He wasn't there, it was a different cook maybe. So benefit of the doubt, come back a second time. Bad a second time, it's like, all right, two bad nights, maybe. Maybe a coincidence. Third time, if they don't make it up the third time, then then I'm pretty much yeah. done. Retail's a little bit different because... You know, I, I shop for things less frequently. So if I got something from that place and it was a bad experience and I still got my purchase taken care of, yeah, it's going to be a longer time before I go back. And by the time I think of something I need, I'm probably going to think of somewhere else to get it. <laughs> yeah. So I had an experience where, and I'm not going to mention the place, but I was at a restaurant with a bunch of my friends mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, in high school. Um, and, you know, the waitress was coming around with, you know, cold ice water, right? Mm-hmm. She ended up like coming by me and I don't know what she was doing. She was reaching across while she was holding like this platter with ice water on it. You know, it had all our cups or whatever. And like she might have been just setting another plate down. But she dumped the entire thing on me. Oh, yeah. dude, I was directly on you. Them. Yeah, oh, directly man. on me. And, and you know, a few people had a little bit of a, you know, splash or whatever yeah. that were in the wake. But I was soaked. And the best they could do was like, here's 10% off your meal. And I'm like, dude, that's a really bad experience. Because like, first of all, like I got to sit here until everybody else is done and I'm freezing my ass off. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like the least you could do is like free meal. Right. Right. 
for yeah. nothing. Like, you, come on, man. It's a $12 meal. And you pay 10%. 10% off. 10% wow. off, dude. It's like, what? I had a... You can have I, your twenty back. Yeah. <laughs> There's this one restaurant. Like, I won't name one either. But um, they, they failed a couple times. And been, like, they keep getting brought back. But um, uh, there was this one time in uh, high school. It was me and my family. We were there. And this waiter... You can tell this dude's just, like, done with life, you know? Like, he, he just, he wasn't having it. Just whatever was going on with him. So, I mean, obviously, he wasn't enthusiastic when he when he took our orders. He wasn't, like, friendly, like, whatsoever. And I just remember, like, this this will, like, forever be burned into my mind. It was, it was like, so, like, shocking and funny. But the guy, like, my mom was just like, hey, uh... Do you mind if we get some napkins? He's like, oh yeah, sure. And he turns around and he just kicks the door open, at, like just as hard as possible, just <laughs> kicks that fucking thing, and just and never and like it, it like shocks everybody in the restaurants. It's just like what the fuck? What, like, what just happened? happened? What happened? <laughs> napkins pretty... off. He was he was probably like, whoa, like I'm just tired of dealing with people's wants and needs. <laughs> yeah, just... But you know what's interesting though, and, and this is kind of the point, is that like a, that I was trying to get to is that um, you know a lot of the times like you know people in positions like this you know you're right they're not really specially there especially in like smaller towns whatever right like mm-hmm. they're not there they're not a service focused they're not in a service focused job for long right like they're not gonna that's not their career yeah um and so like they sort of made look at it as like you know who cares right like i'm just mm-hmm. doing this for my job and money i want to get off work and then i'm done right? right but i think that and you know i'm a i'm guilty of this too you know, I've been in positions where not necessarily like while in my working, you know, career, but like, you know, little jobs or whatever where I'm like, eh, big deal, right? Like you're for the money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really it. But I think that it's really important that no matter what position you're in at any time to really just take the time to really do the best you can possibly do. Yes, you're not going to be a waiter or whatever for the rest of your life. Yeah. But it's really good to take the opportunity to do a really, really good job because yeah. that shows and that reflects in all of your work life forever, right? Like you're always building up to something better and you're always doing your best. It's just the practice of doing your best. That's and that's important. like, um, that's the incentive to do it is like yeah. just for like your personal benefit your career mm-hmm. but uh i was having a conversation with james a couple months ago Uh-oh. and <laughs> yeah these um, are always rough we were talking about like um loyalty to the uh to your employer like mm-hmm. how much loyalty like do you give them because yeah. mostly you're there to just like get a paycheck and um doing stuff for the company you expect like a benefit in return, whether that's like a uh, further maintenance career, yeah, like a bigger paycheck, more bonus, right? But, um, training, like, yeah, like, uh, and that's like, um, the genius of the network marketing thing is yeah. like they pretty much give you a piece of the business, like, this is yours, you run it how you want, mm-hmm. so now you have an incentive to make that work, yeah, to to really like it, it drives you to. Right. To like, it's a piece. It's a yeah. part of your years. And I guess that's also the, the benefit. It's the pro to a self or an employee owned company. Like, mm-hmm. what is it? I think United. Maybe it's not United, but it's one of the airline companies that's like employee owned. But there's also huge, um, you know, 
cons to a lot of that too, right? Like some people become free riders, right? There's a free rider, common free rider problem. Not in the same case as far as the network marketing, because in a sense, like you don't get rewarded for doing nothing. Right. So you're, if the more you put in, the more you're going to get out of it. So it's different. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I agree with that. So, um, and yeah, it's a catch 22. It's kind yeah. of a, a twofold because the it's, it's low risk, um, with a lot of network marketing. And yep. so we'll it's like, well, I'm not making, I'm not gaining any ground. It's just as easy to quit. Yep. Um, so, you know, it, it really takes a specific mindset to be seated. And that's why, you know, the way the system I'm plugged into really focuses on staying plugged in, staying around people who are doing it. Try don't miss functions, don't miss events because right. it's really going to keep yourself. keep rolling your mindset into a way that you're going to think like a business owner. Right. And really, that's the main thing I've gotten out of it over the last two years. I've been involved in network marketing. I haven't made a lot of gains in the network marketing itself, but the way I think about problems is different. Um, I was talking to Faras. I was uh, in a conversation with with an older gentleman this weekend. Um, can't say he's related or anything. He's He's part of Kayla's side of the family to some loose connection. And um, he has a friend up in Washington who owns a bunch of of clam beds and oyster, um, what would you call them, ponds, oyster... Somethings. Beds. Oyster digs? Oyster beds and clam digs. That's what it is. Okay. Um, So he started at age eight digging clams, and his mom would take them in and sell them in town when she'd go to work. Well, then she decided she was going to move off the peninsula that they were living on in Washington, and she was going to go to the mainland and live in the city. And the boy was like, no, this is where I can dig clams and make money. And so he stayed there on the homestead where his family owned that property, and he stayed and his mom left. And I don't know if his dad passed away or was out of the picture for a while, but he lived in that house by himself by from age 12 on. And he still lives in that place, and now he's worth five million dollars in property. He wow. owns five, at least five million dollars worth of, of clam digs and oyster beds. Wow! In Washington, because it's one of the few states where you can still buy title lands. So as soon as a piece of land like that pops on the market, he buys it in cash. Um, he doesn't. The banks don't know his name. Wow. He's never taken out a loan for any of that stuff. And so, talk about pick yourself up from the bootstraps. But he's seventy-two. So he has this, he's contending with this problem where his son's passed away. They both got into a freak accident and one health accident, I think, or one unexpected health situation where he's lost both of his boys. And all that's left is one of their daughters and the the wife of that son. And so his granddaughter is 13. So how does he pass down that legacy? I mean, he's been training her and stuff. She goes and digs clams, and she's actually really good at it. But she's 13. She has a lot of life to figure out if that's really what she wants to do, and if she sticks with it, that's awesome to me because he's passed down a legacy, and she can grow it. And hopefully she finds a way to scale it and really make it work for her to where she can pass it down to her kids, right? Best case scenario. Worst case scenario is she grows disinterested through high school, and veers completely away from it, he passes away and something has to be done with that business and that land from the time he passes away to when she has it. Hopefully she doesn't get it in a time of her life where she just wants to sell it off and get rid of it, you know, and lose everything he's worked for his entire life. And I mean, yeah, she comes home with some good cash, but that legacy has gone mm-hmm. unless she uses it for something else. 
So if I were in his shoes with the training I've gotten now from network marketing and the conversations I've had with business owners, now that I've kind of forced myself to get in that mindset is I would train other people how to leverage that land and have them lease a plot of a dig from me and let them run their business off of that. It's like, well, wasn't that creating competition for you and your sales? Well, maybe, but if I'm smart about it and I actually am making enough money off of the lease and selling it, then I, I remove myself from the work. I still own the land and then businesses are going to run themselves off of my land. Right. You know, so that's cool. Uh, it'd be kind of a network marketing for the seafood industry. Yeah. To an extent, network distribution is what it would end up being. Because then he's not 100% responsible for filling all the orders by himself, him right. and his granddaughter. Right. And he could scale at that point. Because right now, what he lacks is scalability. He has plots of land that he's never even touched because he just has so much to cover. Right. So, anyway, that, kind of an interesting... Um, nice little, f- some food for thought there for everybody. Uh, yeah, it's just the way my mind works now. Yeah, I like it. Um, but yeah, to wrap it up, I mean, it's kind of cool. We went from talking about nothing to getting into some pretty serious topics. So it was kind of a fun recording tonight, guys. Um, I think what we might do is give a little intro at the beginning of this one and let them know, hey, this is when some of the serious start- talk starts happening and... Up to that point, it's kind of just fun, so you guys can fast forward if you want and get to the serious stuff or enjoy. Enjoy the show from start to finish. Um, went from literally talking about nothing yeah. to yeah. talking about Well, we warmed up. We warmed up, so that's to good. To talking about business. Yeah, that's pretty good. And that's, good. that's kind, of the, kind of the trend that we're on, right? That's kind of where we t- plan to take our life is hopefully we have fun. We get to talk about some serious stuff, and mm-hmm. then we get to make some money. That's right. So that's what it's all about, boys. Yep. That's right. I love it. I like it. This jam in the car was helpful. <laughs> Absolutely. Now let's uh, get this steam out of here. I'm starting to wriggle in my seat because people are walking <laughs> by. Like, these people are probably like, what? The fuck? <laughs> I'm just going to put handprints, two handprints on this right. window. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have okay. a good night.